Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, folks. It is Thursday. I hope you are having a rocking day. It's Troy Dooley here, your host of the Beachside CEO. And I tell you, it is a little bit crazy down here today. you got raining like cats and dogs on one half of the house, sun shining on the other. Uh, most perplexed thing I've seen in a while. So based on some studying I did of the weather when I was young, I guess it will probably rain again tomorrow because that's usually what that means. Uh, it's going to be a great weekend headed up to Atlanta. Going to be doing some coaching and speaking up there for Vitel Wireless or Vitel Benefits uh, Network, I guess it is. You know, it's a, it, that that company is an amazing company. They have both a business side and a network marketing side, and I think that's very unique. Not all companies do that. Let's see where we're at. We are in Chapter 12 of Ken Dunn's book, Being the Change, Inspired to Win in Network Marketing. I really love his book today it's talk about living in the now and he gives a little quote from Joel Osteen he says declare today that you are blessed with creativity courage talent and abundance you are blessed with a strong will self-control and self-discipline you are blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook declare that everything you put your hands on is going to prosper and succeed declare it today declare it every day that's interesting as I read that. I've actually read that through the book. I read the whole book uh, that Joel did. And one of the things that I try to do each morning now is pray over my kids and pray over my wife that their day will be blessed, that they will have an incredible day, that everything they they touch will prosper, not necessarily by money. I'm talking about just life in general, abundance. Ken shares a little bit, and I I tell you, every time I read a chapter, I think, man, we could be brothers from a different mother. He says, my journey really began to change when I started to understand and appreciate gratitude and find meaning in the small elements of life, not just in the huge, huge goals and targets and the results that I hope to create. He said, Joel Osteen ended his best-selling book, Becoming a Better You, with the advice to be happy now. And we just finished up a series on happiness by Dr. Henry Cloud. See, I think to totally be successful the way you want to be, to, to totally live an abundant life, to to live in the now, then you have to be happy. Otherwise, you'll never accomplish what you've been created to do. Now, Ken talks about something here that I've been pondering on, because I'm not real good at this. He is a master at this. I'm not, and it's multitasking. And in several chapters, if we've read through his book, he's talked about his ability to multitask. But he also has presented the fact that it's also a weakness of his, because if he's not totally focused and in, and in the now when he's talking to people, that he can forget, that he can fall short. He writes this. He says, what I realize, though, is that even though I'm able to multitask, it, isn't always, it hasn't always served me, because as I've told you, whenever I was with somebody, I was never really with them. You know how much that had to be frustrating for Julie? That's his wife. <laughs> I am sure she thinks she has got a brand new man that she's married to. And it's not that he is not a focused businessman. He's still on the road probably half the month, traveling the world, launching a new company, getting ready to do a tour in Canada. But the exciting thing about this is that he understands and now he focuses so that when he's at home, he's really at home. 
And he says to do something here. He says, do yourself a favor and watch some videos of Mother Teresa and Mahatma Gandhi. Notice how they interact with people. You'll see that they are intensely centered on the people that they are with. They paid full attention to what was being said. They really listened, and they were able to process what they heard. That's very important. That's why attorneys do so well. Is because they listen to everything being said. That's why psychologists do so well. That's what you have to do. So we've got to figure out what's truly important. Because if we start to understand that when we're with somebody and we can't remember the details, that we really weren't with them, we'll start to change. And here's how I've been able to do this. Paige and I, just about, well, it used to be every day, and, and between the grandkids and the kids, we don't get to do this anymore. So at least once a week, we take a trip down the beach. We just head out and do our thing. And she will start start sharing stories that she's going to be writing, things that she's going to be doing. And I just love listening to her tell stories of what her next books are going to be or future projects. And then there'll be months that go by and we'll be driving. So say, honey, do you remember that story I was telling you I wanted to write? She'll start talking and then I'll start finishing it for her. Because even though I'm driving down the road, I'm in the now. Because I, first of all, love just listening to her talk, just hearing her voice. And I love the stories that she shares. I've had to start doing that with people that I communicate with. Now, when I show up at events, I see hundreds, sometimes thousands of people. I cannot remember them all. But I do my best to find things that really penetrate, really stand out. So that I can be with those people right then and now. He says something here. He says, so many people focus on trying to get to the pot of gold that when they get there, the pot's empty. They don't realize the gold was actually right there in the individual experiences, the joys that they lived with the people along their way, their family, their children, their business associates. That's huge. I've heard this over and over. I was doing a study, still am, on network marketing and the divorce rate among highly successful women in network marketing is just its atrocious. I've met some of the most powerful and, and most unique and wonderful women in their divorce. And I'll say, why are you divorced? And, and they have several reasons. We're going to be hopefully doing some studying on this in a year or two and writing about it. But it, it just tears me up because I realize that somewhere along the way, the priorities got a little whacked out on both sides, not just... Not just the ladies that are successful, but even their, their mates. And it's like, man, this is crazy. But in the in the process of looking for the joy, in the process of looking for the, the gold at the end of the rainbow, they missed the mark. And in missing the mark, they missed the gold. I don't know about you, but I don't want to do that. See, Ken, I think, says it best here. He says, the secret lies in enjoying the journey each and every step and bump along the way and not losing sight of what's truly important. See, that's, that's important. I did that back in 19, or 2004. I had been running hard, helping to grow a company, taking care. I really became passionate about the employees. I lost focus. I remember when Jetty was born in 2003, 
The boys came and got me from the boardroom. I went to the hospital. The baby was born. I was back at the office that night. Not the best role model for kids. Ken talks about when when his little girl was born, he realized two years into it that he hadn't even been home. He'd been running so hard he'd missed most of her first two years. Can never gain that back. By watching with his kids now. And I mean, man, he goes out of the way to make sure his kids are, are there. Matter of fact, the new company, Ocean Avenue, that he's launching, I was up last week enjoying the family up there, and, and he had some people that had flown in to meet with the company officers, and it was so amazing because they brought their babies, their families with them. That was part of it. I thought, man, is this not a rocking deal? But see, if we're not if we're not focused on this, then what's going to happen is at the end we're going to find ourselves empty and lost. We may have the most phenomenal wealth out there, but we won't have happiness. What good is your wealth and your career achievement in network marketing if the people that you want to be there with you aren't? See, that's interesting. One of the inspirational leaders that Ken writes about is Pierre Trudeau. He was the Prime Minister of Canada. And at Pierre's funeral, his son told a story of how his dad took time to create special memories for him. When Trudeau's son was about six years old, he went on his first official trip. He went with his father and his grandfather to the North Pole. His son said that for him it was the best, that the best thing about the trip was spending time with his dad because normally the prime minister is always working. They reached Albert, uh, Alert Canada, north, northernmost point. Trudeau's son began to get a little bored because somehow... His dad still had lots of work he was doing. But then one frozen, windswept Arctic afternoon, Trudeau bundled up his son, put him in a Jeep, and took him to a special took him on a special top secret mission. They drove slowly past many gray buildings, finally turning a corner and stopping in front of a red building. Trudeau's son jumped out of the jeep and ran towards the door, but he was told to look in the window instead. As he peered through the frost-covered window into the gloomy, half-lit room, he could make out a figure hunched over a cluttered workshop or work table in a workshop. He was wearing a red suit trimmed with white fur. Trudeau's son said, and that's when I understood just how powerful and wonderful my dad was. Think about that. The prime minister in a busy schedule creates an experience for his son to be able to go to the North Pole and see Santa Claus. What have you done lately? Jetty and I and Paige, we went and saw the Avengers on Monday. Had a wonderful time. Two and a half hours of superheroes saving the world, saving America. It's important that we spend time, quality time. It's interesting as we as adults look back on our lives and we see such wasted time that we've had. How can you fix that today? There's a song called Cats in the Cradle with a Silver Spoon. Little boy blue and a man in the moon. 
When you coming home, Dad, I don't know when, but we'll get together then. It's by Cat Stevens. Like Ken, every time I hear that song, I start to cry, thinking, man, I hope my boys and my daughters know how much I love them, and I, and I want to make sure I'm there when they need me the most. I fall short on it all the time. I think all parents do. But I continue to push and push and push to be that way. See, if you're going to be successful in life, if you're going to be a true inspirational leader, then you have to design your life so that you can create time for what should be most important to you, your family. You should always have time. I remember when Tessa said, Daddy, I saved enough money. Let's go buy a car. I said, all right, let's do it. And off we went until she found the one she wanted. I remember when the lady said, well, this is nice that you bought your daughter your, a car. Man, Tessa was so fast to say, my dad didn't buy that for me. I saved my money. She's so proud of that. And I'm so proud of her. But sadly, so many times, people that are attempting to build the network marketing business are so driven. They see the opportunity. They grab it with both hands. They, be, they, they, they begin going They're going to execute it all. They're going to do it right, and they create a huge imbalance in their life. And what happens is their family starts to resent network marketing. We're our own worst enemies. We try to prospect people in and tell them, man, this is a great part-time opportunity. You can make a few hundred bucks a month. And then what do we do? As soon as they're in here, we want a gigantic list of names. We want them working 24-7. We want them doing three-way calls. Work on Christmas. We've got to create balance. Find out what the people want and need and desire. If it's part-time, let them grow part-time. If it's full-time, let them grow full-time. But what you don't want to do is rip them apart and cause their families even more turmoil. So that just that just sucks. You got to build this right. You got to create some form of balance. Now, I want you to understand, there's no such thing. It's a myth if you think every aspect of your life will ever be balanced. It won't be. You'll always have something out of balance, but always keep the focus and the priorities right and know when you're out of balance and fix it. Ken writes this. He said, in my own life, after I quit my job as a cop, I sacrificed everything during my first two years in network marketing. I blocked everything else out. I was blinded my desire, to my desire to be successful in this industry. The money that I was making just made it worse because I saw bigger and bigger numbers. I honestly can't tell you how much I regret this. If I could do it all over again, I would approach my business very different from the start. How do you do this? Number one, you've got to schedule time. Schedule time for what's most important, your family. Right now we've got gymnastics, we got ballet, we got soccer. Paige and I don't have much time for each other. But I guarantee you when we carve out a little piece, we enjoy it. So you've got to live by an agenda. That agenda's got to be pretty tight. You've got to know where you're going and what you're doing. It's the only way to make it happen. But you've got to remember that the business is just a vehicle. It's not the end game. 
Everything you do has got to be centered around what you're doing with your family. Where you're going to take them, what you're going to do. And I don't mean I don't mean vacations and toys. I mean what's the journey? What's the legacy? See, at the end of the day, that really is the key here. Creating and living the legacy that you need to live, that you need to leave with them. That's what changes the world. It's what makes it a better place to live every single day. I'll be leaving this afternoon to Atlanta, taking Josh. Josh is I'm actually speaking at, at the, his company. That's where he's at in Vitel and Network Marketing. It could be a fun trip. A little bit of bonding time, a little bit of listening. And a fun time to get to know what some of his dreams and goals are now as an adult. See, success in network marketing requires that you run with an agenda, but that your agenda has plenty of room for your family. Ken writes this, I've known way too many people that wanted to be so successful in network marketing, they blocked out their family and friends, their husbands, their wives, their kids, everything. And that blind desire to be successful in network marketing destroyed their families. You don't want to do that. See, we get into network marketing to create a better life, to design a life that includes our family, not excludes them. Matter of fact, some of you may need two cell phones. You may need to turn off the business cell phone and just keep a personal cell phone on for your kids. I'm thinking about doing that just so I can break the monotony of trying to always be there for people when I really just need to always be there for my family. It's interesting because I think we could call this procrastination. Ken says, some people use this as an excuse. They procrastinate and use their family as an excuse to keep from producing. These individuals would do well to take a long, hard look in the mirror. Wow, now that's a little opposite of what we were just talking about. If we're just talking about how some people leave their family behind and they grow, what about those people that actually use their family as an excuse? But yet, when you go and you look at their house, they're sitting around watching TV. They still don't have time for their family. See, eventually something might come along that will force you to get off your butt if you're a procrastinator. Procrastination can create guilt. It's something that you'll struggle with internally, but you'll never want to tell people. I even know, And this isn't just in network marketing. Man, I used to, my, my father-in-law and I, when I lived up, up in Missouri, we used to go camping quite a bit. He was in the catering business, and I don't know what the heck I was doing, network marketing or something. He'd say, let's go camping. And we'd go to the campground. And it amazes me how many guys take off from their family and go to the campground. Now, my wife tell you, I am just not big into the camping scene. Probably because I'd sit around and see all these guys drinking beer, getting fat, telling lies to each other. Their families would come down on the weekend. They'd all get drunk, run around like hillbillies. The wives would go back home on Monday, but these guys just kind of stuck around down there because they they didn't care. They weren't trying to do anything with their families. It was like they were, I don't know, they didn't want to face reality. There's really two sides to this pendulum. Ken puts it this way. 
There's the person who gives up too fast with their blinders. No, there's the person who's going too fast with their blinders on, so focused on the one goal that they miss everything else around them. That's not being present. Then there's the other person that is so distracted by everything else that's going on around them that they can't focus on their goals, and that's not being present either. See, when you live in the now, you're listening to people, you're taking your family with you, you're living up to your obligations, you're pushing yourself forward. The solution? I'm just going to tell you how Ken writes it. The way to stay present in your life while you're building the future is to make sure your future goals are balanced within the context of your whole life. You want to make sure to take time for yourself and your health. You don't want to neglect your family, the very ones that you want to create a better life for. You've got to block out on your agenda the time that you have to set aside for your business and then focus on those other times with your family. Allow your family to be part of your enterprise because together you enjoy more. Matter of fact, Paige is doing that. I'm, I'm launching a new company specifically for her. She's asked for this. It's going to be fun for her, something that she's doing, a special project. We just did this with Dalton as he launched his new business. Sometimes that's what you do. Tomorrow we finish this book. I'll be in Atlanta doing this. It will be called Just Do It going to be one of the most remarkable chapters that we've done. Folks, you've been listening to the Beachside CEO right here on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive powered radio.